Hello there. Yes, you've hit that spot on the dial. I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Yes, this is the news for week commencing December 9. To hamsters, young and old, were you around to feel the Y2K bug bite? Or to see that magnificent flyby of Halley's Comet and Tail in 86? Well, be afraid, very afraid, because now comes 46P Wirtanen, a comet as big as the full moon. Hyperactive comet 46P Wirtanen is approaching Mother Earth for one of the closest Earth comet encounters of the space age. Observers report that the comet's gaseous green atmosphere now covers a patch of sky as large as the full moon, and it's growing larger. Sky maps and observing tips are featured in the link we like on spaceweather.com. Bushfire season here in Australia brings the prospects of runaway deadly destruction. That time is happening now. Q, VK4JJW and VK3KKP. They are bushfires or wildfires that uh, are a danger everywhere from um, spring to autumn. And uh, the season, like everywhere else, is getting longer. That's Tony Faller, VK3KKP, who's about to help conduct a training project in the Shire of Mount Alexander in Victoria, Australia. The effort is designed to provide a greater safety net against the deadly fires, also known as fire tornadoes. Tony said that while the Wireless Institute's Civil Emergency Network works on a grand scale, this effort is designed to be very community-based, expanding on small radio networks that already exist in communities within the Shire, where hams regularly check in with one another anyway. Most of the time, everybody's got this thing covered. They've got radio uh, systems uh, uh, all in place between the emergency networks. What they haven't got, what I think is the missing link, is the person in the bush who needs to call for help and can't get through. And that's uh, what I would hope we could provide. Most particularly, that means disabled residents of the Shire, individuals who would have difficulty if evacuations needed or simply getting the message out that they're in trouble. Starting on the 12th of December, Tony, who's a member of the Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club, will be working with committee members of the Mount Alexander Shire Disability Advocacy Group who've expressed an interest in getting a foundation licence to help build this critical community-based network. This is just basically friends training friends to become eligible to communicate using a licence licensed equipment and that's all it's it's a it's a bit like the airbnb of communication really you know it's just a a, ostensibly a friendship that uh, develops into a network of people who listen out for each other the new hams will then go on to help other candidates establishing regular nets health and welfare checks and of course being ready for those emergencies when they happen we'll be acting as a an intermediary between the person calling and uh triple zero which is our nine one one. but if somebody's in dire danger uh, we'll be able to say uh, tell the police fire brigade um, and so on that that's the case that's life-saving communication for the people in the shire of mount alexander 
for Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm John, VK4JJW. Yes, even in America, the hams are interested in what's happening on the rescue radio front here in VK. Thanks, John and Tony. Now, as we don't have a WIA comment this week, we'll take a quick break. Be back on the other side with the lawman. What is immediately facing the WIA? The current WIA Hot Issues section on the website gives you a view into some of the major pressure points that the WIA stays across on your behalf. This is all part of the service that the WIA provides to amateur radio. You can find the list easily. Just click the burning flame icon on the homepage. Some of the items are on the list because they need further action or submissions. Some are there to invite input from members. Others are tracking long-term activities or have an indefinite time frame. All these items are things that are identified and watched by the WIA board. To be informed and become aware, check out the current WIA Hot Issues section at www.wia.org.au via the icon on the homepage or type Hot Issues into the search bar. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. From Brisbane, it can be heard on 7130 kHz lower sideband every Sunday at 9am Eastern Standard Time. I'm Gary, VK4AR. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. South Africa. South Africa's ICASA SARL Liaison Committee met last week to discuss various regulatory issues affecting amateur radio. One issue which we in VK don't have to contend with is the reception of weather satellite pictures and the licensing of equipment in South Africa has been a grey area. Their licensing body, the ICASA, has the rule that radio amateurs wishing to set up and own equipment to receive signals in the 137 MHz band must apply for a separate satellite receiving licence, as it's not covered under their amateur radio licence. Non-licensed persons must in addition also apply for a radio receiving licence. Turkey gets two Christmas presents. Turkey's telecom regulator, BTK, in a Government Gazette notice of 29th of November 2018, released two new amateur radio allocations. They are the new WRC 1560-metre secondary allocation of 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz, with a power limit of 15 watts EIRP. All modes are allowed. A 6 metre allocation of 50 to 52 megahertz with all modes permitted with a power limit of 75 watts. News from Austria, Spy versus Spy. In an interview with the Austrian state broadcaster ORF, Eric Oscar Echo 3 Echo Mike Bravo described intercepting shortwave communications between the German Federal Intelligence Service and the UK's GCHQ. The interview was for Radio FM4 and the transmission Eric describes intercepting back in the 1970s was between Norditch Radio, used by Germany's BND, and Cable and Wireless, London, which was apparently being used by GCHQ. 
Having intercepted the transmissions, Eric then wrote to each station to get a QSL card to confirm his reception. Evidently, the recipients were not happy their secret transmissions had been intercepted and a formal complaint was made to the appropriate ministry in Austria, who in turn contacted Eric's parents. News from Canada, limited edition RAC 25th anniversary challenge coin. May 2018, Radio Amateurs of Canada introduced the special RAC 25th anniversary challenge coin as part of its year-long celebrations. The coin was designed by Mike Hutchinson. Its design depicts the commitment to a strong 25 years of amateur radio with a large maple leaf acknowledging a true sense of Canadian pride. The back design is the classic RAC logo with a gold crest and accents. It is a unique collectible and a great collector's piece. In his message in the November-December 2018 issue of the Canadian Amateur Magazine, RAC President Glenn McDonnell, Victor Echo 3 X-Ray Romeo Alpha, indicated there has been a good response to the RAC Challenge Coin program in which a limited number of collectible coins were created in honour of RAC's first 25 years. They're available to anyone donating $100 or more to RAC. In Brazil, at approximately 0030 UTC on December 4, several stations in Brazil, including Papa Sierra 8 Mike Tango, Papa Tango 9 Bravo Mike, and Papa Tango 2 Alpha Papa, reported hearing the voice beacon Fox 1 Cliff safe mode. This as SpaceX announced that the SSOA, SmallSat Express mission carrying AMSAT's Fox 1 Cliff CubeSat, has been deployed into orbit. A FOXX Falcon 9 vehicle carried FOX-1 Cliff and several other satellites into space on December 3 at approximately 13.34 UTC from Vandenberg Air Force Base in California following a launch delay. Four micro-satellites, including ESEO, carrying an AMSAT UK FunCube 4 transponder, were deployed about 2 hours and 13 minutes after launch. The ESEO beacon has been received by Surrey Space Centre. 60 CubeSats, including Jordan's JY1SAT, carrying a FunCube 6 transponder and capable of transmitting slow-scan digital video images, were deployed about two hours after that. According to AMSAT, the Brazilian station's reception of Fox 1 Cliff has confirmed that the satellite is also alive. Texan Radios Australia, who say they're a bunch of amateur radio enthusiasts, also say AMSAT's satellite launch of Fox 1 Cliff has inspired them to join forces with the volunteers at AMSAT who build and launch amateur radio satellites for space research and communication. From the USA, hams provide mesh camera video at California wildfires. Public service and innovation were the backbone of amateur radio and nowhere was this more evident than during the recent deadly wildfires that swept through California. Hams responded as always with the help of repeaters but one amateur-built high-speed data network stretching nearly 200 miles became the picture, quite literally, of the peril faced throughout the state. Andy Morrison, Kilo 9 Alpha Whiskey Mike, told our good friends at Amateur Radio Newsline how hams used mesh radio camera video to put people on the scene in real time, and he spoke to one ham who was part of the process, Ben. 
if you're in the middle of a wildfire, and this is what most of the public is, they only hear evacuation notice. They don't know where the fire is. They don't know how far away is it from their house. Is it a block away? Is it a mile away? Is it in the next town? And, and people make a lot of life and death decisions based on that. By having the video, you can actually say here, and you can share that by social media or, or describe it to, hey, well, we know the fire is, is at this and that town, and it's burning this fast, and here's a picture of it. So, so then people go, oh, well, boy, I really should evacuate. That's not very far away. Nowadays in the world of where people are used to images and video, you know, it really can tell a thousand, uh, you know, a thousand words, right? A picture does tell you a lot. That was Ben Kuo, AI6YR of the Pleasant Valley Amateur Radio Club, which helps manage the amateur radio emergency data network operating on amateur radio allocations on the microwave bands at 900 megahertz, 2.4 gigahertz, and 5 gigahertz. Ben says the system behaves just like the internet and uses similar protocols to compress video and send it over the packet network. To transmit, hams use commercial radios adapted for amateur frequencies. In one instance, he said the AREDN even out-interneted the internet itself during the crisis. One of the big internet providers here, Spectrum Communications, uh, they actually went down. Due to the fire, they lost all phone, uh, they lost TV, and they also lost all the internet, broadband connections. We were able to provide the people who are on our network access to some of the key information, which uh, they couldn't get. Uh, they, they had no internet, except for they did have us, and we could actually forward information to them digitally that they, would, they couldn't get anywhere else. The ham-built network has been so successful that the hams hope to help the state build a wide-reaching network of its own to make their own videos available to public service agencies throughout California. Meanwhile, Ben said, there is always fine-tuning to be done by the hams themselves. We're now working on uh, lessons that we learned from this fire and enhancing a lot of the capability we have, so it's even better next time. Thanks, Ben and Andy K9AWM. From Sydney for VK1WIA National News, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. And, be it a contest you are running or ham first or anything at all, don't forget not only send it here at nationalnews at wia.org.au but enter it on the WA calendar of events. ARRL 10 Metre Contest The ARRL 10 Metre Contest is described as an event for amateurs worldwide to exchange QSA information with as many stations as possible on the 10 metre band. This year is taking place this weekend. In terms of modes, only CW and SSB are permitted. Now, although in the news we steer away from giving out URLs is a bit like hearing a phone number on some radio adverb, who can remember them? But in this case, it's an easy URL in terms of 10 metre contest. AWRL.org Listen for amateur radio clubs at NASA facilities as they participate in the NASA On The Air activity to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 8 mission that Span launched December 21, 1968 to down on December 27, 1968. The 50th anniversary event will start on 0000 hours UTC December 21, 2018. 
32.23.59 hours UTC December 27, 2018. 14.271 MHz in other bands depending on conditions with spotting. Announcements on DX clusters, Facebook and Twitter. QSL and a certificate with information available on qrz.com. This marks the concluding event of the year-long NASA on-the-year celebration of the 60th anniversary of NASA. 2019. Inaugural Green Keys Night Set for New Year's Day, January 1. NZAT Portable Activity Day, New Year's Day. ARRL Ready Roundup, January 5 and 6. This contest will, for the first time, permit the use of FT8 as well as traditional RITI. Saturday 12 and Sunday 13 January, the Summer VHF-UHF Field Day. March 17-18, John Moore Field Day. May 4, the 20th Harry Angel Memorial Sprint. July 20, Trans-Tasman Lubian Contest. August 17-18, VK Remembrance Day Contest. Through the DX Window, December. The Radio Amateur Association of Greece is using special call sign SX60RAAG to the 31st of December to mark its 60th anniversary. Cyprus 5B. Special event station C4XMAS is QRV during the festive season. Throughout the month of December. Activity on 166 meters using CWSSB in various digital modes. Last chance to hear and work EI100MCV. As we approach December 31, the National Maritime Museum of Island Radio Club would like to remind licence holders to work special event call sign EI100MCV before the licence expires. This commemorates the centenary of the sinking by torpedo of the RMS Leinster in the final days of World War I, resulting in the largest loss of life in the RSC. RMS Leinster's own radio call was MCV, hence the special call EI100MCV. Steph HB9FXL is using the call sign XU7AKB across Cambodia through the 14th of December. Listen for him on 40 through 10 metres operating SSB and FT8. Send QSLs via HB9FXL. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. K4, pick the kilo, X-ray, Toowoomba. K4, BRB, I'm Toowoomba. K4, FKDB. VK4, Tango, Papa, Kerry, Clifton. K4, Echo, Mike. VK4, FSRB, Toowoomba. VK4, November, Delta, Yankee, Toowoomba. Hey, here we are. It's Graham again at the Q News Workbench. Software-defined Doppler radar with Lime SDR Mini. Dan Maloney, KC1DJT, writing on Hackaday, talks of Luigi Fretis, PU2SPY, who shows how even beginners can experiment in the spectrum above 1 gig with the Lime SDR Mini transceiver. Dan writes, and I read... Want to explore the world of radar but feel daunted by the mysteries of RF electronics? Be daunted no more and abstract the RF complexities away with this tutorial on software-defined radar. Taking inspiration from Greg Sharp at N8ZRY, Luigi's plunge into radar is spare on the budgetary side but rich in learning opportunities. The front end of the radar set is almost entirely contained in a Lime SDR Mini 
a software-defined radio that can both transmit and receive. The only additional components are a pair of soup can antennas and a cheap LNA for the receive side. The rest of the system runs on GNU Radio Companion running on a Raspberry Pi. The whole thing is powered by a USB battery pack and lives in a plastic tote. Luigi has the radar set up for the 2.4 gig band and it was calibrated with vehicles passing by at known speed. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Bruce, VK3FFF. Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Final Frontier. India launched a PSLV flight on Thursday, November 29, that included four CubeSats, which are using 70-centimetre downlink frequencies coordinated by the IARU. FactSat 1, 9K6 GMSK downlink. 3CAT 1, 9K6 FSK downlink. InnoSat 2, 50 kilohertz wide telemetry using AX25 packet format. Hello World, 9K6 packet, 2GFSK for telemetry and 1 megabyte per second MSK downlink on the S-band. Happy 20th anniversary to the International Space Station the largest and most complex international construction project in space began on the steps of Kazakhstan 20 years ago this month. Atop its proton rocket on November 20, 1998, the Zarya Functional Cargo Block, FGB, thundered off its launch pad at the Baikonur Cosmodome into cold, wintry skies. Zarya was built by the Khrunichev in Moscow and served as a temporary control module for the nascent ISS. On December 4th, Space Shuttle Endeavour on the STS-88 mission roared off Launch Complex 39A at Kennedy Space Centre in Florida, carrying the Unity Node 1 module in its cargo bay. Built by the Boeing Corporation at a facility at the NASA Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama, Unity was the first American component of the ISS. NASA astronaut Nick Haig set for new space station mission after abort. Nick KG-5TMV, who was forced to abort his recent mission to the International Space Station, is scheduled to launch again on the 28th of February 2019 from Kazakhstan. He will launch with Alexei Ovchinin of the Russian space agency Roskomos, who was his commander and crewmate on the aborted mission in October and NASA astronaut Christina Koch aboard the Russian Soyuz MS-12 spacecraft. The trio will join the station's Expedition 59 crew and return to Earth in October 2019 as members of Expedition 60. KG-5TMV and Koch will serve as flight engineers for Expeditions 59 and 60. Crew members will participate in a news conference at 2pm Wednesday the 12th of December at NASA's Johnson Space Centre in Houston. 
The news conference will air live on NASA TV and the agency's website. From our islands in space to our islands on Earth, Iota. Two rare French Polynesian islands are available to Iota chasers until the 18th of December. Firstly, there will be TX0A on Maria Est Atoll, IOTA OC113. Secondly, TX0M on Moraine Atoll, IOTA OC297. Hunter KK4AOS is at present stationed at the Palmer Research Station on Anvers Island in Antarctica. He has been logged as active from the KC4AAC club station on 17 and 20 metres SSB. The IOTA reference is AN012. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. The Board of Trustees of the Canadian Amateur Radio Hall of Fame is pleased to announce that Neil Carlton, VE3NCE of Ontario, has been named to the Hall of Fame. Amateur Radio played an important role during Neil's career as a schoolteacher. He was a key advisor in the development of the RAC Youth Education Program, which has, as its objective to provide youth and their leaders with an innovative way of learning by introducing them to the wonderful world of amateur radio. The program provides financial and personal support to teachers in schools and leaders in the community youth groups in all the regions of the country. Through his articles in the Canadian Amateur Magazine, RAC members and friends learned that amateur radio was a great way to make classroom connections by youth across the curriculum. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Radio Scouting Scouting's Jamboree on the Air, Jota 2018, reports that total scout participation in the USA in the annual event jumped by 36% from 2017. Each year, more than one million scouts and guides get together over the airwaves for Jota, which takes place on the third weekend of October. Since the first Jota in 1958, millions of scouts have become acquainted via amateur radio and contacts sometimes result in relationships that extend for many years. This year, 10,703 scouts took part in the event compared with 7,872 last year. Participating amateur radio operators topped 1,000 for the first time since 2016. At 610, the number of registered Jota locations was way up, as was the number of Jota stations registered with 314. Participating Jota stations reported contacts with stations in 99 countries, also up over 2017. Jota coordinator in the US, Jim Wilson, K5ND, said he was pleased with this year's numbers and hopes that 2019's event will show a continued increase despite a lack of sunspots. World Jota Joti numbers are not expected until early 2019 as each country reports its results by mid-December, followed by number crunching and compiling of the report.
I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny Bendigo. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium call radio. VK2K, Fast approaching the tail end of WIA National News for another week. On the 2019 social scene, in January, January 24 to 28 in VK4, it's the TARC Australia Day Long Weekend Radio Camp. February 24 in VK2, Wyong Field Day. March 23 to 24 in VK7, it's Meet the Voice event at Ross. February 13 in VK4, it's Redfest 2019. And for those in VK4, we'll have more on Redfest in Q News in just a moment. April 6 in VK5, the BRL Radio Group's annual gathering at Overland Corner, South Australia. May 3 to 6 in VK4, the Clareview Gathering. And September 2019, the Scandinavian YL Radio Operators Convention in Norway. October 27, VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Groups, the Barg Hamvention 2019. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Merry Christmas and walk softly. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.